Listen to the Vibes. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Listen to the Vibes. And very happy to welcome Seth Dietlin here. Uh, I wrote this down because it's quite a bit, but you are a human potential activator, new thought leader, an actor, a conscious filmmaker, a content creator, certified hypnotherapist, uh, intuition teacher, author, and an energy healer, and a medium. What did I leave out? <laughs> Hopefully humble. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> because... Uh, th- those are all gifts of service, and um, hopefully humble is in there somewhere too, because that's um, really what gives you an opportunity to connect with people and really utilize those gifts of service and be able to allow other people to shift into higher dimensions themselves. Kyle, thank you for having me on the show. I'm r- very happy to meet you. And of course, I, I love getting to know you a little bit before the show. And especially your intention of creating some good energy in the world. And um, I share that intention with this work because we really can make a difference by creating an opportunity to send um, positive energy, which is divine infused energy, out and through to the world, to ourselves, and to all kinds of um, different directions. And that is the catalytic effect that really makes a difference. So um, I appreciate being here with you, Kyle. My pleasure. Well, tell us a little bit more about you. Oh, sure. Thank you. Well, um, just in an audience can probably relate to this, especially those that have a propensity to want to send out good vibes in the world, to send out good energy. A lot of us are, we, we would consider ourselves different when we come into this world. We feel like we don't fit in. And so if anyone in your audience is listening can relate to that, you don't quite fit in, can't relate to the way that things work here on the planet. It means that you're wired and coded for something different, something more extraordinary and something more expansive. So uh, I discovered what that was when I was about 30 years ago, which is about 20 years ago, 20 plus years ago. Um, I had a spiritual awakening. And through that, I uh, ended up creating this connection with the angels. And um, people always ask me, what angels? But I should distinct that all of the angels exist in unity. So the angels have a unified voice, whether the archangels or specific guardian angels, they have a unified voice. So I connected with that level of consciousness called the angels. And it was quite enamoring. And miraculous things started happening, which is super fun. I understand you enjoy the paranormal and um, not having uh, just the regular, you know, square reality that's flattened and limited that we think we live in. Anytime we have these paranormal activities, we get excited because we know that there's more to all of this than that. And so these miraculous things started happening, like literally things I couldn't tell people because they'd probably like put a straitjacket on me and take me to the institution and, and feed me drugs. But I didn't want that. So I just kept my I just kept my trap shut. You know what I mean? Just let it work its way out. So I was having these conversations with these angels. Um, they would predict things that would happen. Um, they would guide me to do things. They would guide me to do things that served me. They would guide me to do things that would create miracles for others. So it was really fun to play with them all the time. And um, 
I guess uh, for that beginning part, I definitely forgot that I felt different because I started to feel like I was who I truly am. And so I just naturally kept going with it. Now, eventually they revealed to me that the world was about to change dramatically. And so this is in the early 2000s. They said the world is going to trade, uh, is going to, um, is going to change dramatically. Everyone in the world is going to have a spiritual awakening. And from that, the world is going to be a whole different reality and you will live as a product of what your creator created to be. They indicated, of course, as we all know, that our true design is not as limiting or limited as the expression that we have in current time. And as a result of that, they said that when you, when you complete this change or the cycle, you won't have a government anymore. You won't have money. You won't have religion. Um, and you won't have a medical system. And there are a couple other things too. They said you simply won't need them because humanity will be at the point. So for example, with a medical system, we have the power to heal ourselves with our higher mind and we won't have any diseases anymore that need medical treatments. Um, the world provides all the resources that it, that it can for humanity. We won't need a monetary system to make those exchanges. We're just going to share the world's resources. I know that sounds incredible. But actually, if we drop the monetary system, the rest of the entire world would live in prosperity instead of just people at the top. Um, so they started to reveal um, basically the cracks in the matrix, which would be, you know, the things about our um, commonly um, accepted um, constructs, such as the government, the money and religion, um, and started to pivot um, the way that that was seen instead of something that served humanity, but something that actually didn't. In fact, quite opposite. It were, you know, created some malevolence in the world in that sense. And this isn't a discussion about that because the part of this that is meant for us to know is that the main show that's happening um, in the world right now is a huge, massive spiritual shift. And they indicated that um, in addition to a lot of other people who do what I do and myself, that we would be imbued with codes, information, and a sense of um, connection to that level of consciousness so that we could assist others in breaking free of the old limiting thought patterns and step into the new. And that's how we're going to make this shift. It's not going to be a violent thing. It's not going to be a revolution or anything like that. It was all this shift. So, um, you know, I started doing, for example, readings and healings with people. I studied hypnotherapy because it made perfect sense that when you open a person up to their higher mind, the intelligence at the level of the quantum field comes in and does everything that it needs to do. And so it was an excellent combination. I started teaching people how to connect with their angels and started watching miracles happen. So, for example, I brought someone into hypnotherapy just to show you what's possible. And this person came in of their own accord. And this was someone who was super, super stuck from past trauma. And um, it was very interesting because part of um, actually experiencing trauma in our lives, and your audience can possibly um, relate to this, is that... Um, it, it actually blocks our emotions from flowing freely. 
Okay. It, it blocks our emotions from flowing freely. So um, when, when that happens, our emotions are the portal to connecting to our higher self and that connection to our higher self is the way forward as far as expanding into um, being able to consciously create our reality. And um, so interesting enough, this person came in just sort of blocked emotionally, like just was afraid to access emotion, right? And you know, this is a guy, we're, and this is a guy, we're taught not to access our emotion. We're taught that we're, what are those words? That we're a sissy, a pansy, you know, <laughs> don't access the emotion. Don't be like granola boy over there, right? You know? <laughs> so um, anyway, um, interestingly enough, in our second session, and I work with the angels when I do um, hypnotherapy, we got into our second session and it wasn't even the intention, but he encountered one of his angels inside the session and it was transformative and now he's on a path of knowing that he's connected to his angels so there's so many different ways that we come in um to all of this and serve and interestingly enough there are people that could potentially be listening to this show and just literally because of the transmission in it the intention of your good vibes the intention of bringing in the angels they could literally be activated into a level where they start to um, increase their level of connectivity to the angels. So as a result of this, the reason that they asked me to use human potential activator is because every human being on this planet, regardless of where they are right now, actually has the potential for the highest level of being. And it's through accessing that higher self that we can do that. It doesn't matter how blocked you are. And right now we're being moved through that very, very quickly. Um, so all of the upheaval that's going on around us, the exposure of the corruption, all of that other stuff, which is off the charts. I mean, it's literally off the charts. One thing I'd say to your audience, uh, since the angels have been talking to me about this time for 20 years, the one thing I can tell you is don't be afraid of it. Embrace it. Anytime we make a transformation, upheaval is part of the equation. It's what clears out all of the old limitations. And so um, the angels say that the ascension is what we can call it. The ascension needs the upheaval as much as the upheaval needs the ascension because the upheaval is a catalyst for this ascension. And I'll tell you an interesting, you know, story because, um, you know, in March of 2020, we had an event and I don't name the event because I'm not going to give power to it, but we all know what I'm referring to. And when I got sent home because of, um, I'll call them stay at home orders, um, I remember hearing the angels say, do not be afraid of this. In, during this event, I want you to call it the Ascension Portal, because so many people will wake up during this period. It will catalyze an awakening that can't happen without it. So there's an example of how the Ascension needs the upheaval, because um, in the last three years, wink, wink, I can't tell you how many people come to me now. They're talking to angels. They're um, experiencing higher levels of consciousness. They've abandoned a life, which is all about the pursuit of money and material wealth. And now it's all about what am I doing here? What's my soul's mission? How can I expand? And it's a complete and utter shift. And we've only seen the tip of the iceberg. And so that's where all of this stuff ties in. 
is that many people like myself have had an opportunity to have a huge shift. I was a real estate agent at the time. So I was definitely in that, like, got to make some money, got to be successful, got to have a nice house, you know, all that kind of stuff. And all of a sudden, it's about how do I make the world a better place? Because I'm only here for a little while um, and I can't bring all that stuff with me. Uh, but I can um, have the experience of making contribution in this world of helping people to discover um, who they truly are. And then the rest takes over from there. I'm comedian David Race in Los Angeles. I host a celebrity-filled paranormal talk show like no other. Monstrosity has great guests answering weird questions. You won't believe the combo of celebrities and paranormal experts who've been on this show. I guarantee you'll like Monstrosity, or you get your time back. Go to monstrositypodcast.com right now and take a look. How do you connect with an angel? Oh, excellent question. So we often think that that's off limits, right? We think that that's off limits, yeah. And we've never been really taught how to do that. We certainly can send them messages. We've done that, um, especially those of us with spiritual or religious parents. We ask our guardian angel to watch over us and things like that, which I grew up Catholic, so I had that. Um, and we, we, we're very aware that we can send them messages, but we've never been taught how to receive them in return. And that's the critical part of two-way communication, right? Would you agree? Right. And uh, yeah. And so um, it comes to us initially subtly, and it comes to us when we're ready And interestingly enough, our angels will wait for us to be ready because they won't scare us. I know you deal with the paranormal and some of that stuff can actually invoke fear in people, right? Right. So um, not everybody to have an angelic being, you know, in their presence and speak to them. Now, just for clarity purposes, you know, the door doesn't like whisk open and then there's this bearded robed being with wings and going, you know, hey, you like the halo? It's pretty cool. Um, it doesn't happen like that. They're very subtle in their presence. Sometimes you can feel them in the room. Sometimes you'll feel them sort of touch you lightly. And sometimes you'll just know that they're there and just be aware that they're around you. Now, the cool thing is they're around us all the time. It's only our awareness to them that shifts. So when we're ready to open it up, when we say, I'm ready, then they'll say, okay. And they'll come in in the most fearless way. There is no such thing as a fearful exchange with an angel. Now that that happens to be in other realms, but when we're talking to angels, we don't have fearful exchanges. They will not come to us if they know that their communication with us will uh, alarm us. So we have to be really open. And in the time that I had my spiritual awakening, I was open. In fact, I demanded it. I want to hear from them now. Now, one of the ways that they speak to us currently that we are unaware of is that we'll hear what we would call thoughts in our mind, but they're not our mind, they're our awareness, because there are two different levels of mind. There's our regular human mind, and then there's awareness, 
which has completely different characteristics. One is linear, limited by nature. That's where we experience fear. And our higher mind is connected to the divine creator and the angelic realm, the quantum field of intelligence. You could also call it that. And so our higher mind is something that we access without knowing we do. So we don't realize that we have two different minds that we go in and out of. Once we do that, then we can really actually speak to them is understanding the mind. Now, I teach a course of how to communicate with the angels, and I teach people how to distinct which mind is which mind. But when we're in a space, think about when we're in the shower, we're driving, and all of a sudden we get into this expansive space, and we don't know how we got there. We'll be driving, and we'll get to our destination and go, wait a minute, I, took, I, I, I just got there, no, no time flat. Or we're in the shower, and we're relaxed, and the next thing you know, we have a great idea, something we're going to action that day. That's because we actually slipped into hypnosis. Um, and that's why hypnosis is a wonderful pairing with this gift of talking to the angels, is that hypnosis or we're, is a brainwave state, which we're accessing our higher mind. And when we're having access in the higher mind, any information that comes through the stream of consciousness is coming from our angels. So this would be great ideas, inventions, creations, guidance. And very often it will come through in um, uh, the second person. So if you have ever been in the shower and you get this idea, you should go do blah, blah, blah. That's the way your angels can communicate with you. You You will actually literally get to the point where you can hear them speak to you in second person inside your awareness. And that's how they communicate with us. And and it's interesting because I had a, um, your audience probably loved this and you will too. So as we expand in that awareness, it begins to be open all the time. And a lot of other incredible things start happening that we know that we're capable of. And in fact, um, if we're not using it, sometimes we even miss it. So the other day I was driving from Sedona back to Southern California and um, my sister and I talk every single day and we're very connected and have a very deep relationship with each other. And she had sent me a message before I left and I had wanted to hit the road. And I usually don't, you know, text when I drive, especially um, on the roads that are like winding through the mountains coming down from Sedona to get to the, the freeway. So I realized that I hadn't texted her back and right at the moment, and because she has the, you know, the, 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 the geo tracking, she always knows where I'm at and I always know where she's at. And sometimes we access that for each other and we see where, where we're at. Right. So I just had this thought in my awareness, like, oh, I forgot to tell her I was driving today. I said, but I, I, but I was thinking like, Oh, I bet that she will, she's going to look at the geo tracker and see me in motion between, you know, Sedona and LA. And just as I had that thought in my awareness, a text came through that says, I see you're on the road and that you're in motion. So I was literally picking up the fact that she was, um, that she was creeping me. Although I gave her creepy permission, I gave her creeper permission. But she was creeping me. And that's part of the thing that we're meant to evolve to as a species is we're going to be um, more telepathically connected to each other. Now, interestingly enough, the angels say that we're already doing that um, because all of the um, stuff that's revealing itself, like in the world around us, in the form of corruption and all that, 
it's not anything new. It's just been very well hidden. But now that humanity collectively is raising its awareness, raising its awareness, this stuff can never hide again. People can never do things against other people, whether it's an interpersonal relationship or a global relationship and hide it from each other because our shift in consciousness, and believe it or not, we're all at varying levels, but we're still shifted up. We still have access collectively now to more and no secrets can be hidden from us that we can detect these things. So this is the channel that our angels can communicate to us through is the same thing that we would call telepathy or our higher mind. So the more that we access our higher mind, we're going to get insights. We're going to get guidance. We're even going to get things that sound like, um, again, guidance in second person. You should do this. You should do that. You should send that email. Why don't you apply for that job? You should call and, um, you know, and make, make amends with so-and-so. Oh, the opportunity is right now. You should do this. And the interesting thing is that when you act on those things that come to you in second person, um, there's never a time where that guidance is off. It's always like, wow, look what miracle just happened from acting on that. Synchronicity is definitely part of it too. And um, what happens, you know, up until now, maybe people don't find the value in connecting with their angels because they have other things, they need to put food on the table, they need to do all this and all this. You know, what are the angels going to do? They're going to come and they're going to tell me that I'm not living right. They're going to come to try to teach me how to play the harp. And I don't have time for that because I got to go to work and put food on the table. But um, interestingly enough, um, one of the biggest um, misnomers or myths that has ever circulated about our angelic support is that they're here to make us more religious. No, not even close. Our actual, and this is this was mind blowing when they delivered this to me. Our actual prime directive of being in a human body is rediscovering that we are an aspect of the divine, reclaiming that talent as a creator. And we assigned our angels the task of making sure that we stay on the path of discovering our true identity so that we can then utilize it in this, you could call it a simulation or a hologram. So let's say, for example, God, or whatever we would call the divine creator, said, hmm, you know, I'm bored being all powerful and all, you know, um, infinite, and there's nothing that can stop my creativity. There's no... There's no opposing force or anything. I'm going to create a reality where I'm going to be in a body. In fact, maybe even 7 billion of them at the same time. And I'm going to, uh, I'm going to experience the illusion of an opposer, but only I'm going to piece by piece remember who I truly am um, so that I can ascend that ladder up and use that creativity that I have to make that ascension and um, in order to make sure I don't get lost down there, because it's going to be a pretty convincing illusion, I'm going to sign myself some angel guides, which is really just me in the perfected form, you know, nudging through reality, still having access to reality that can do this. Now, does that add a whole different context to the whole idea? So do your do your angels want your business to be successful so that you can do more than food on the tables? Oh, yeah. 
Do they want you to be in a relationship with a wonderful human being so that you learn who you truly are? Because that's what relationships are for, whether they're platonic or um, uh, or intimate, is it's a way of getting connected with who we are on the inside and expanding into remembering who we are. Do our angels want to help us with that? Oh, yeah. But people assume that these earthly things are part of ego desires. And so the angels don't have any investment in that, but they do from the perspective of how they help expand us and how they help us remember who we are. We, before we took this journey, we said, you're watching over me to make sure I don't forget who I am. And if I ever get lost and totally identify with being that, that human being that is so frail and limited and powerless, you get to step in and put me back on the right path. So they have every bit of a relationship to all the stuff that matters to you, all of it that matters to you, because it's all connected to the prime directive, which is remember who you are, and then create in this reality by remembering who you are. I know we're running close on time here, um, but I want to tell you something um, that is mind-blowing, an experience I had, because right now um, in this human experience, we have... Um, opportunities now that weren't available to us before because the collective consciousness has raised so much and remembered who it was, you know, which is the the creator or the creative force. So um, right now the conversation is all about timelines. The conversation is all about timelines. And basically what timelines are is that every time we increase in vibration and we expand the knowing of the inner creator that we are, we're literally in a different, a completely different variation of this reality. And this is how we create miracles. This is how the angels teach that we create miracles because the creator and the angels are in that, in the quantum field, which is the infinite space, right? You following that so far? So there's no limitation to what they can create with the power of their higher mind. With, because they're only in higher mind without the filter of our lower mind. And so what happens is that the more time that we spend there, the more time that we remember through insight and through frequency. So when we do that, we actually upgrade or we, um, or we create um, a total reboot, but we don't recognize as a reboot because I can have a reboot while I'm sitting here and I can see, for example, that picture frame and that picture frame won't move, but I'm still in a different variation of reality. That's how we heal. And that's how we create miracles. So this week, this past week, I had an opportunity to really actually understand what they were talking about because it is, and they used to, and it's a situation that was no big deal, but I had one the situation where the parking sensors in my car were malfunctioning. So when I put the car in reverse, the, the car was just screaming at me. And even if I wasn't close to something, I thought, okay, well, I'll get that fixed. And I heard the angels say, are you willing to see how we can actually repair your car without having to take it in and create a miracle? And I said, sure. So it wasn't, but like maybe a couple of days later, I had a friend that really needed something and I put that my to-do list for that day on hold. And I actually um, put my day aside to go be of service to this person, brought in the angels, brought in their presence, brought in the love, 
went and went to go be of service to someone. I knew that I could get to my stuff later, but I was happy to do it because, you know, that's the way we're built, right? Truly. And I did that. And then after I was done, I felt really good, really good. And I felt like, oh my gosh, I've shifted into another timeline. I could really feel that I'd shifted into another variation of reality, that I'd got upgraded. I had got upgraded because I did something, according to the angels, which is where I behaved like God would, like the creator. So anytime we emulate the creator with joy, unconditional love, service, generosity, all that kind of stuff, when we behave that way, we get upgraded or quantum leaped into another timeline. I So I left her house. I threw my car in reverse, parking senses, behaving like they're supposed to, and have since. So what happened was I shifted into a different reality where my car never had the issue to begin with. So the car didn't get repaired. I shifted into a different variation where my car in that variation of reality didn't have an issue with the parking sensors is how it all works. So by holding the space for that, we create the opportunities, which is what I'm aware of when I do my work, whether I'm teaching classes or doing readings or hypnotherapy or doing events or things like that. I'm aware that just by knowing this and guiding it through people that they can make these kinds of shifts in reality as well. And that's what we're all up to here. Do you have a website? Oh, yes. So my website is talktomyangels.com, which is T-A-L-K-T-O-M-Y-Angels, plural.com. And um, from that space, I actually invite people to um, come and be part of a community with me where we have discussions like this. Um, And there's no paywall to join. It's not a membership or anything like that. I do that in service. And also people can get uh, readings, reach out to me, um, order a deck of uh, tarot cards that I created or find out about um, classes and workshops that I offer as well. And are you on social media? Yeah, just I I, I do have a, a handle on um, Instagram, which is Talk to My Angels. I'm going to be expanding in there too. I have a YouTube under Talk to My Angels. But right now I'm working with the community and one-on-ones, which keeps me pretty busy already. But I'm going to be expanding into that realm as well. And Do you have books? I'm working on one right now. Um, the only thing I put, well, the only thing I published, I am the published author, author of the Ascension with the Angels tarot deck. And that is a, a, a traditional tarot deck um, that follows a traditional path, but it's an angel version of it. So it's a traditional 78 cards. And then there's a booklet that comes with it. And there are uh, messages from the angels associated with every card that I channeled from the angels. Um, and so, um, so far, what I started first was um, uh, publishing this because the angels told me that when I make this, that because I would make it with them, that people would connect to them through the cards. And I thought, okay, well, that's cool. So I went and did my assignment. And that's the feedback I've been getting when people get them. They're like, oh my gosh, I can feel connected to the angels by even just touching these cards. So um, the book is coming. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. And I will put all the links in the description. So if people want to connect with you, make it easy for them. I really appreciate your time. I'm going to have to have you back on because I have a feeling we could have a further discussion. Oh, I'd love that. I'd love that. Yeah. 
And I also want to thank all you folks out there. If you are new to the channel, I hope you'll come back. Please hit that subscribe button. And for my regulars, you guys are awesome because you make it possible for me to do this. And until the next one, everyone, please take care. Be kind to one another. God bless and peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Listen to the Vibes. You can catch us on Buzzsprout or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And on YouTube. Follow us on Facebook at The Vibes Broadcast Network.